0: Welcome to the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. What's up, good people? Welcome to episode 49 of the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic and common sense pursuit of health and wellness. Today's episode is brought to you by ProjectRook.com, baby, where we are getting healthy and well for real this time. So what is going on, my friends? Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm a speak on something, but then I'm not just very briefly. I'm not gonna put a lot of energy to it because you guys do that so very well. Just only going to speak on it to make a point. Um, (laughs) apparently there was some controversy this morning. I don't know. Maybe it happened last night. I logged off, um, pretty early on last night. So I don't know. It could have been last night or this morning, but I just happened to see it this morning. Um, there was a commercial or something that I guess with Pepsi, I don't even know. I didn't even take the time to go and play and listen to it because I don't, or watch it because I don't care. And, um, why am I going to give them extra views? And traffic to whoever has it posted. Um, No, I'm good. But a point that I want to make is that. ah, Where attention goes, energy flows. And I just find it interesting for us to be in the state that we're in. That we still seem to have quite a bit of energy to waste on things that essentially do not matter. Now, someone may say, well, Rook, that's just you, okay? It does matter to me or to us, and maybe that's true. I'm only going by what people say. People say it doesn't matter. People say, you know, they want to be against the thing that they claim is holding them back, the system, you know, oppression, yada, yada. But yet you would devote time and energy promoting because that's what you do when you talk about something. You are promoting it. (laughs) There is no bad publicity. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news here, but that's what you're doing. You're promoting it. This is what we haven't figured out. You are the battery to the matrix. You, the moment that you figure that out and you decide to take that charge and plug it in yourself or keep that energy to yourself, rather, man, ooh, some amazing things happening will happen. But hey, don't mind me. I'm just over here in my lane chilling. So on to today's episode. I often hear, and I think it's valid, even though I know most people that bring this statement or this, I don't want to say excuse, even though it's an excuse. It is justification to continue their eating and um, overall lifestyle. They use this as a justification of why they do it. Right. What do we hear? My grandparents ate this, all right? My, my elders, they've been eating this for however long. What's the problem? Again, I don't think people make that statement with a genuine intent to understand. Rather, like I said, it's just a way to justify, the continue degenerate behavior. And that's fine. I have my response to that, but for me, everything now is about thinking. I love to think, and that may sound minor, but when you realize that you've spent your almost your entire life not thinking, ooh oh it 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 just man it hypes you up. Like I'm, I'm everything now is, I'm just observing like a kid. This is what the rebirth is that you hear people talking about. The awakening, that rebirth is you really going back to the child in you that is inquisitive. That is, you know, you notice and observe everything, you know, children can see, well, why is that? Why is that blowing that way? Why is that doing that? You know, now we, we like robots. You know, we can walk in and out a building every day and not notice anything or we can be driving. I'm guilty of this. This is something that I try to make a conscious effort now. And, you know, just you can become so into a routine and so out of touch and lack an awareness that things are happening around you. and You not even paying attention. So when I think about statements like this, like I like to be challenged, let me say that. I love it. I love it. To whom much is given, much is required. Like I accept my role that I am here, that more is going to be required of me because this is the life that I've chosen. I love it. Like send me things that challenge me. I don't have a problem with that because I I like to mind, body and spirit. I like to challenge myself. So when we think about this thing of family, what they, you know, the lifestyle, the eating lifestyle, before that's valid but i like to take things just a little bit deeper so like i said i have my general response but there's another piece there's another another piece i try to break it down like hmm is there more to this like does it really matter if grandma and them ate chicken and macaroni and potato salad And Greens would fat back. What you saying? They live to be 95 years old. They live to be. Some of them 100. They thrive. They they high. They good. And to you I say okay. Okay. I got three points. I got three points. That I want to make. Of how. What your grandparents may have done, mm, it cannot or will not be able to apply to you. You can disagree. I'm just make my points. All right. First, see, some of these things are just common sense. So most people may accept the first one. The first thing is we already know a lot of our grandparents grew their own food. So it ain't rocket science. If you behind the house and you got your own garden, right? You're not spraying certain pesticides and herbicides all over your, 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 your veggies. If you are growing your own livestock and breeding them, there are certain chemicals that you are not putting in their feed. You're not feeding them dead caucus. You're not feeding them. Um, the waste from other animals you're not feeding them that so common sense would say if the food the meats that grandma and them ate is not being produced in the same manner as the meats that I'm eating then that's going to be a difference antibiotics is huge I can't god what is this that it's a high number and I I don't want to I don't want to mis misinterpret it, but majority of the antibiotics used is used in livestock. It's used in the production, <laughs> the, mass, the mass production of meat. This is where it's going. So if you are injecting these animals with antibiotics from birth, one could say, right? You, you One could assume. What do you think? This is the process of building. So as this, let's just use a chicken for an example. As this chicken is, you know, a little, um, starting, it's hatching, boom. If you start from the time that that chicken was hatched with pumping this thing with antibiotics, you don't think that when you eat that chicken, you eating any of that? The the little chick is still developing. Its little organs are developing. Tissues are developing. The cells are growing. Like all of this. You don't think for one second that when you eat the meat from that, that you are taking part of that in your body? Come on now. Come on. So that by itself is a huge difference between grandma and them and you. Second, they were eating less processed Whereas some of them actually may be at this time, depending on how old they are, they may be eating a more fast food and processed type of life right now, right? But it didn't start from birth. Like some of us haven't eaten junk food, depending on how old we are, since we were kids. We've been eating box crap and oodles and noodles and all this other stuff. For a very long time. So. The wholeness of foods. Is the difference. The wholeness of. You grandma. Getting potatoes. Slicing them. Cutting them up. Making mashed potatoes. Versus you getting. Popeye's. Mashed potatoes. Or the dried quick instant potato. There's a difference there. So. So. They were less processed. They were eating less boxed and bagged foods. And they were producing what it was they were eating. That's number one. All right, cool. Number two, the lifestyle overall was just different. All right. You think about, I mean, you know, grandparents, and this this varies by family, right? We understand that. But some of our grandparents lived. Long they work long work days. Okay? So they their day could have consisted of it started early. So they're eating a breakfast. Cool. But their day was long. The biggest meal of their day was typically dinner. But what they weren't doing work was they weren't sitting in a desk and snacking all day long. They weren't doing that. Well, what does that got to do with anything? I'm glad you asked. Because when we talk about overall health, part of the issues, the main issues, we have severe increase in bowel disease. And bowel disease is broad. I mean, it can be everything from... There's IBS, which is irritable bowel syndrome. You have um, Crohn's disease, which is a severe case of that. You have, um, and some people don't even get that severe. They can be constipated. There are millions of people that suffer from chronic constipation. You can pinpoint and look back to, well, antibiotics play a role in that increasing number as well. But overeating plays a role in that. Now, One could assume also our grandparents were not financially doing as well as some of us are doing. So the access to certain types of food wasn't there. We were, I can remember, and I ain't, I don't, I'm not that old, but I can remember many nights having beans and biscuits. That was the dinner. so we were eating less meat grandparents eating yes they were eating meat but eating less of it now some people would disagree especially if your grandparents were had their own farm and they had their own pigs so they may have been having their bacon but I disagree and you can see throughout the day see part of the problem that took us over the top I believe is our obsession with protein and how we think we're never getting enough? So now the focus is more, 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 more. Which wrecks havoc on your digestive system. All that protein is acids. That's what the proteins are—amino acids. All right. So number three. Lastly. And this is the part that I really started to think about when we differentiate between our grandmas and our granddaddies, what their lifestyle was, how they ate day-to-day, week-to-week, whatever. I got to thinking about maybe there's another component to this. Because we know the common sense pieces that I just explained. We know that if we Put certain chemicals, if you're eating chemicals in your food and I'm not, that's just common sense that that's going to be detrimental to your health. You're, you're going to feel the effects of that. We ain't even got to get deep, right? But I was like, maybe there's another component to this. What else? What else was added to this formula that our grandparents seem to have that may have played a role in their longevity? Despite despite some of the things that they were eating and you know that one word comes to mind and that's energy was there a different energy going on what, what could that energy have played a part what do i mean well we go back to the garden we go back to the garden aside from the chemicals that's the physical part of it. But what is it about putting your hands on the food that you prepare? What is it? Oh, Okay, I got a good example. Think about your favorite cook. I don't know. It could be your aunt, your uncle. Most people is their grandmother. It's something about what grandma cook. Like it's something about the way she do it. It ain't even deep. Like she don't even have no fancy recipe like we do now with all of these different spices or whatever. But it's something about when she fixed it that made it different. I'm talking about she gave, she could have gave her children a recipe she had. She could have gave her siblings a recipe and they could have followed it line by line. And it still didn't taste the same. What do you think that was? It's just a coincidence or you think they just didn't follow it there is something about the love and the intention you put behind the food that you prepare you don't know who's preparing your food when you go out you don't know this is the part i think we don't understand about this mass production of meat and we have all of these animals that are being, I know we don't wanna talk about the mistreatment of animals, especially in our community, we don't, because it's like, oh, that's white people's stuff. But I mean, you gotta think about if everything is energy, and if you have animals that are being tortured, if you believe that everything is energy, these animals are being tortured, these animals are suffering and in pain. Do you think it's possible? that if you then after they finally die you eat that you don't think that it's possible that you take on any of the energy from that I'm just asking so there is something as I'm as I was saying there's something about this is what another piece the home family this is why family In the home unit as I'm learning. I mean it's not that I didn't already know this. But when you look at what is happening in society. You understand the attack on the family. Because it's something about the family unit. That creates a protective layer. There's an energy that you create. I like the verse that they talk about in the Bible. Love covers a multitude of sins. We ain't talking about, you know, what you're thinking about as sins. Sins essentially means that which is detrimental to you. That's what sin means. Don't get caught up in all the Bible lingo, okay? That fearful stuff. We don't do that no more. Love covers a multitude of things that are detrimental to you. There's a protective layer. Like the fact that my family right now, they haven't transitioned to where I am. And I'm okay with that because for... Majority of the time that they've known me, my daughter, she's known me all her life. Like everyone who's known me, I've lived the same lifestyle that they've lived. So it's not fair for me to try to force my beliefs on them. I only got one job and that's to be an example. However, I understand the power that I have as a woman. I understand my feminine energy that I can put my hands on the food that I prepare for them. Even though it's things that I don't eat that I, with that intentions, Ooh, can put some things in that food. Follow what I'm saying now. Follow, follow, just, just follow what this energy thing is because it matters. It matters. It matters the love when people, oh, she put her foot in it. Oh, she put, oh, she just put something in. It was that love that she put in it or he, whoever. And as much as what I believe may have been going on during the times of our grandparents, the home was a safe haven even though I still believe they experience a level of stress, right? I think that's a fair statement. But the home, I don't believe it it was as much as it is now that many people fight outside of the home and then come and fight in the home. And that creates some dense energy in the house. And so I really, really believe that third component, That third component of what separates us from what that longevity that I, that grandparents were able to have was that energy, that love factor, that love factor, man. And it's something about faith. You know, I I always talk a lot of junk about um, religion. I do. But see, there's some truth to every religion. There is wisdom in every religion. Don't get it twisted. I'm wise enough to know that now. You don't throw the baby out with the bath water. okay? So there's wisdom in that if, 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 if you approach it and assess it properly. So I don't doubt that the faith that they exhibited in their life to believe that everything was going to be all right to believe that we'll always have enough, that quote unquote, God will always make a way. That belief. See, the power of the mind, it doesn't matter what, your, what religion or belief system you subscribe to. The power of the mind is universal. The results are going to be the same. <laughs> Results it's also going to be the same <laughs> if you activate a belief in your mind it will become your truth that's what you think for one second that when we would sit down at a table and bless our food we believed that God was making that food nutritious for our body we believed there would be no harm that came from our body from eating that And that's the difference. We today, we live, oh man, many of us live a very fearful life. And I take it as a duty to really be very careful with how I present information because I want people to be in the know. I want people to know the full story. But what I don't want to do is create fear in you because knowledge should empower you. It should not make you fearful. So when I tell you what may be going on at the corporate level, what at the government level about our food and our water, I don't need you to get scared. If you listen to me and the emotion that you get is fear, I need you not to listen to me anymore. I'm not I'm not helpful for you. Just you get, keep looking. You'll find somebody that will, because that place, if I put you in a place of dis-ease, I'm not helping you. Although essentially you have power over what place you're in. I don't, but you get what I'm saying. Does that make sense? Now, lastly, I want to say this. I said all of that and I got to add this, this one little, little asterisk here. Cause I think this is important when we start talking about looking back at those who came before us. We always looking at a number of how long somebody lived, and that's that's cool. That's important. Most people want to live a long life, but I don't. I I want us not to miss. There is something called quality of life. I don't know what good it is to strive to live a long life if you live the last stretch of it suffering and in pain so while I believe all the things that I just said have played a role I think some of us too need to keep it real that a lot of our elders have hung on for a little while here but they're not they don't what kind of quality of life do they have are they in pain are they back and forth at the doctor? Can they see? Can they get around by themselves? Are they in diapers? I'm being serious. Cause many, I mean, and I'm not talking, oh, oh, I mean, I know people in their sixties in diapers wearing the little, I mean, you depends. That's what they are. Diapers, they're adult diapers. So. Striving to live long without striving to have a quality of life. I, I don't think that's what we're going for either. Because it ain't nothing like suffering, man. That I, I have and I haven't even had that most extreme cases that I know people have experienced. But the times that I have not felt well, you know this. Just think about that to be chronically ill where your life. You always in pain and you become numb to it. You find, you think it's like normal. Like that ain't what we going for. So when you want to look back at your elders and you want to say, oh, I can do what they doing and what they've been doing, because look at them. They've they've lived to be 80 some years old. I want you also to ask yourself during that 80 some years, what did the quality of life look like? What did that look like? Were they able to take themselves? Did they go out on their own terms? Or did the body just finally clock out? They hung on. They were a burden. Oh, I forgot that. That sounds mean, don't it? Well, that's what it is. I don't want to be no burden to anybody. I, I has a dumb family member of mine say to me that I need to have more children because, you know, I could have somebody to take care of me when I got old. What the hell? What? No. I don't. <laughs> Let me tell you something. And this is how, and this is how much authority I have to speak over my own life right now. I ain't gonna need nobody to take care of me. Okay? You you can take that clip out, save it, put a stamp on it, put it in my email, whatever, put it on YouTube, you you record that. Most people scared to speak life over themselves. Well, no, well Rook, don't you can't never say never. Hey, that's you. You ain't realized your power yet. So maybe that applies to you. It don't apply to me. Okay. I am not living my life and I ain't having children. So my children can take care of me. No, I'm going to take care of myself until I decide I'm clocking out of here. Ooh, oh, you think you the one to decide? Doggone right. That's a discussion for another day. So you got to stop thinking that you, <laughs> you are not in control of this thing. You are in every way. Your thoughts are working all the time. And every time you and your subconscious say, I have no control over that. I don't know what's going to happen with that. The food, I don't, Lord, I'm probably going to, this going to take me out. Like you just, you make your, your subconscious is making notes. It's typing all the time. You're creating a future for yourself without even realizing it. You in control of this thing. So look back. Reference grandma and granddad and everybody, auntie, uncle that's cool. But make sure that when you follow whatever their little prescription is, make sure that you are cool with getting the results that they got. There are always exceptions to the rule. You know, we want we we pull some, you know, people will send me a hundred year old lady who's lived, and she say every day she ate um you know uh raw egg whites and milk and whatever else, and I'm not denying that she didn't, and I'm not denying that that's possible and when I read her story, one thing stuck out to me she said she said <laughs> She said that she was, she, and, this, and she even alluded to this herself, that she believed her key to longevity was she never married and she never had children. What does that mean? It basically means that her life was stress-free. I have said this before. If you were to ask me, what should you choose? How you eat over how you think. Which one do I think is more detrimental? Oh, it's how you think. And stress wrecks havoc on the body. It wreaks havoc on the body. So, yes, I do. I ain't, I ain't telling you to just eat like crap <laughs> and to think well. Which, <sighs> I think that's easier said than done anyway. But the mind component is, is very important with everything else that you that you do in this process so that's all i'm saying grandma and them i got a. my grandma is um is uh how old is grandma now yeah we just had her 90th birthday party last year and she's doing fairly well but you know she's suffering with some bowel issues and stomach issues and um you know some of the some of the typical things that some of our grandparents have experience at an older age. Let me let me just put one little disclaimer in there. That doesn't when I say typical. That's only because of overall lifestyles. Doesn't mean typical because it has to be that way just because you get older. All right. So that's all I'm saying, y'all. Grandma, Granddad, Uncle them, all of them. that had their farms or whatever else. However they were eating. However they were thinking. Whatever it is they were doing. Most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> it don't apply to you. That's all I got y'all. Until next time. Peace. Thanks for listening. To the Project With Podcast. Remember. You are your greatest assignment. Until next time.